Hey everybody, producer Brian here. Before we start our 2022 horror movie recap episode, I just want to remind everybody that this is your spoiler alert. We are going to talk about a lot of the movies that came out in 2022, and we want to make sure that we gave you a spoiler alert before we ruin something for you. So enjoy the episode. Hello. Do you want to play a game? What's your favorite scary movie? Be afraid. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Here's Johnny. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Welcome to Talking Horror with Jamie and Nikisha. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jamie. And I'm Nikisha, and this is Talking Horror with Jamie. And Nikisha. Where we share our love for spooky things and talk horror through the lens of human behavior. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. And a happy almost new year to you because we are doing our 2022 horror year in review. I just made that up just now. (laughs) So we're talking all things that came out in the 2022 year that we saw, even things that we might not have necessarily covered on the podcast. Mm. A lot has come out, especially now with Shudder giving all the OG original movie. So I'm super excited. You're going to hear our top 10, our honorable mentions, our most disappointing, so many other things. And I'll probably let Brian and get into all of it because there's so many different categories. We're going to talk about all the things. Super excited to hear everyone's thoughts on on things, especially their top tens. So, Brian, do you want to give us some words before we get into everything? Yeah, absolutely. So, hi, everybody. Hi, YouTube. How are you? Hi. Um, yeah, we're on YouTube. We're in your ears on all podcasts. Um, you can also find us on all social media at Talk Horror Pod. We're doing some fun things all over social media on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram. So check us out there. Um, but uh, thank you for listening to us um, this year and years past and for continuing to listen to us. We really, really appreciate it. So uh, uh, thanks for sticking around. It's going to be a soup. I'm really excited for this episode, Nikisha. Um, I, I just need to let you know that over the past like week, I've watched 11 movies catching up. <laughs> That is absolutely wild to me that you've watched so many. I mean, you have become, from the person who didn't really watch horror movies or the genre in general, you've always been a a movie person. We've known that. But the fact that you are now becoming like the horror it guy is pretty fantastic. And I will attribute it all to Jamie. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you. I'm not even really- watching all of them with him. He's doing it on his own. He's just, you know, he likes, he loves homework. He's just taking it upon That's himself fair. to to be a studious uh, horror aficionado. And yeah, yeah. we love to I, see you know, it. I, I was never into slashers until this. So this was this is very enjo- like like outside of thrillers and psychological stuff. Like I, I've been really enjoying it. Um, yeah, Wait. I watched. 11 movies. No, I watched 11 movies. Um, I do have a question because I had to kind of go back and write down all of the movies that I saw. Do you guys, before we get into it, do you have a total number of 2022 horror movies that you have watched this year? Oh, 
And I'm asking yeah. you guys on the fly, but I just want to know if you if you mm. happen to have a number because I wrote mine down and thought I did not watch as much as I probably should have. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a list, and this is only movies that came out in 2022. Yes. My list is much bigger than this in terms of like all the horror movies that I watched in 2022, but right. I watched right. 30. My gosh, I think I only capped at what 16. 17? What about you, Jamie? (laughs) I'm somewhere in between the two of you um, because there's some that I know I I caught up with Brian, but I also, there were some where I was like, you can watch, you can watch this. (laughs) I don't don't need to watch this. (laughs) So this is, I'll I'll list out what I watched and I'll list out what I didn't see that I actually think would have made my list. There's like a potential that it could have made my list. I just can't say everything. Mm. It is what it is. For sure. So not in any order. This is what I watched. Barbarian, Orphan First Kill, Smile, Scream 5, Halloween Ends, X, Nope, Fresh, Prey, They Slash Them, Master, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Resurrection, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Morbius, The Black Phone, Beast, Dashcam. Dashcam has an asterisk next to it because it technically came out in 2021, but the public couldn't get access to it until this year, so I counted it for 2022. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Bodies, 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 Speak No Evil, No Exit, Incantation, Torn Hearts, Watcher, Fall, Hatching, Skinamarink, Violent Night, and The Invitation. Okay, I do have a question, though. Are we really counting Doctor Strange as a horror movie? Yes. Yes. I am. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I, haven't, see I haven't seen I didn't see it. Oh, which yeah. Because oh, I'm just thinking, like, Definitely. Marvel, would you ever say this is horror Marvel? Yeah. Yes, when you hire the, like, quintessential horror, one of the best horror directors, in my opinion, to direct it. Who directed then, it? Yes. Sam Raimi. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Who did, like, Evil Dead and stuff. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Then I'll leave it. <laughs> so these are the movies that I have not seen that I do think that would be somewhere on a list, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Bones and All. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Menu. Yes. Those are the two that I actually think would have made a list somewhere. Um, Terrifier 2. Yes. Nanny. Uh, Crimes of the Future. The new Cronenberg movie, mm-hmm. uh, Hellraiser, Wendell and Wilde, Hellbender, Men, uh, and um, I, I know Jamie saw it. I don't know if you did, but I didn't see Deadstream. No, I didn't see that either. Yeah. Then there's like You Won't Be Alone, Mr. Harrington's Phone, Unhuman, The Spirit Halloween Movie, Choose or Die. I didn't see any of those, um, but mm. those were other popular titles this year. Um, but uh, yeah, that's... Uh, that that's what one of I those did. And definitely made one of my other lists <laughs> that we'll talk about. Excellent. Um, but nice. yeah, that's that's. Did I say Pearl? I don't think you said Pearl. No. Oh, okay. Third. Okay. That's no. That, no. Okay. I didn't say it before. That's what makes it thirty. Pearl makes it thirty. I said thirty mm. before, so it still stays. Okay. It's at thirty. Yeah. Okay. Um, whew, cool. Oh my god, I was so nervous. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. 
that's those are the movies that I watched that came out this year. Again, my my list is probably in the fifties or sixties, just horror movies. Mm, yeah, I did recount, and I'm at twenty, so I did watch twenty, so I, nice. I feel better about myself that it's that. Sure. I would love <laughs> to add to your list of things that I haven't seen that I um, would probably make the list because you basically listed all of my mm-hmm. same things except for the movie Piggy. Did we ever oh, talk about that? No, we didn't. No. That's a great one. Piggy yeah. and like Run Sweetheart Run. Yeah. I I definitely uh want to find time to watch to watch that one cuz That's a good one. Hooey. Yeah. There's some other Shutter originals that were supposed to be good, but uh, I I that I I I didn't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just waiting um, on Shutter to sponsor us so that we can. I know. Hey, Shutter. Come on, Shutter. Get over here. Get over here, Shutter. Get Come over on. here. Get start over ta- here. You start tagging them in all of your uh, TikToks, Brian, so they can <laughs> I pay know, attention. I know. <laughs> um, but something else I want to add mm-hmm. uh, about all these movies is that um, uh, what we're going to be doing. So I, I didn't even mention in this list of stuff, like all the hours of t- horror television that we watched, like mm, the mm-hmm. two seasons of um, Stranger Things. things. Uh, yes. We watched Severance. We watched The Midnight Club. Like, mm. there's a ton of horror TV stuff, to just name a couple, uh, Wednesday, um, that we watched. But, like, I, I really, I'm going to be honest, I didn't include TV shows on my lists. Um, mm. But, like, that's, I don't, that's neither here nor there. But, um yeah, like that doesn't even count. Like I oh, another big one. I didn't watch um Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I didn't watch uh, G- any of Cabinet of Curiosities and I didn't mm-hmm. watch the Netflix movie Troll. Mm, okay. I mean, there was just so much. So it's much. a little yeah. overwhelming, oh. but yeah, and you thought another another one, Brian? <laughs> Hocus Pocus sure. too. Oh, yeah. Mm. So now you're at 31. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anything. Wait, so you didn't much. watch Don't Worry Darling, did you? No. No. Okay. Yeah, I think did everything you that you've watched. Yeah, I did. I, I watched mm. it because <laughs> um, it's on HBO, right? It's streaming on HBO right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, you you talked about that on, on an episode, and we're supposed to talk about it once we watch it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I think other than that, everything you've watched, uh, uh, I've watched. You put The Catch Northman on there, didn't you? Um, I, I uh, don't know if no. I consider that horror. Oh, okay. Are you counting that as horror? We covered I did it because we covered it. That's so I'm at 32. Okay. <laughs> Just I'm at adding, 32. adding to the list. Yeah. Keep going. All right. So for this, for, so to start, mm-hmm. let's do our, mm-hmm. let's start with disappointing. Okay. Um, so each of us came up with five disappointments we had this year. Um, and I also have an honorable mention on there. So feel free to mm. add a sixth if you want as an honorable mention. Um, uh, but uh, we will <laughs> we will go into these top five disappointing. Um, let's uh, let's let's do these individually and separately. Um, cool. So, Nikisha, why don't you start? Why don't you give us your honorable mention and your top five uh, disappointments? Um, you know, I would love for you to rank them, uh, and we'll 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 start that way. Let's start with disappointments. 
Oh, okay. Well, I didn't rank them because I it was kind of an equal level of disappointment for different reasons. Sure. And you threw in an honorable mention at me. I mean, I feel like I'm not ready, uh, but I do have one. <laughs> <laughs> so my honorable mention for disappointment would be the Northmen. Sorry, not mm. sorry. But again, we, and we talked about this when we covered it on the podcast, it's a specific type of movie with a specific type of uh, mental headspace that you need to be in for it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a uh, upper echelon, higher level movie that I, I think was just over my head. So it was uh, disappointing. But the the acting was great, which I just appreciate that. So starting at number five for most disappointing, I would say is Halloween Ends. Okay. No need to explain that. Totally. Uh, the, ne- <laughs> the next one would be The Black Phone at number mm-hmm. four. And then I want to say uh, VHS 99 as number three. Mm. Um, oh, I I'm just... at 33 movies. <laughs> you didn't put that one? <laughs> oh, man. Goodness gracious. Uh, okay. And then number two, most disappointing, they slashed them. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. it could have been so much more, you know, but... You, we talked about this also in the podcast. Representation is representation, even if it might be mediocre. Like, just keep putting things in the atmosphere, and then hopefully something will stick and, and land on the bullseye. But they slash them was uh, most disappointing. Sorry, Kevin Bacon. And number one disappointing was Don't Worry, Darling, for me. Mm. Wow, it had so much potential to be great. And I think that the performances were great and the concept was great, but the writing was not. So the whole storyline for me just didn't work out when you have, and it's sad because you had such a powerhouse of actors that could have done so much, but you can only do so much uh, if the writing is bad. So those are my top five. Great. Those are that. Those are solid. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamie, I want to hear yours. Okay. So I'll also go from least worst to most worst. Um, okay. And I, I have two honorable mentions. Or okay. should I say two dishonorable mentions. There it is. Um, so starting at number seven, most disappointing, I have Dashcam mm-hmm. uh, because it – it, it that main character is just so unwatchable that it, despite the effects and stuff being really cool, um, it was just very hard to sit through that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, number six, I have this is where some of my list aligns with Nikisha. Number six, I have Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, now I'm now I'm now I just got really anxious that I got the okay, no, I double checked them right. Okay, I got really anxious about the years, the years are really tripping. <laughs> this oh, year man. is so like an eternity. Okay. Yeah. Um. So six is t- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was just. It was. It was. <laughs> it wasn't very good. Um. Number five, Halloween ends. Um. Mm-hmm. I too was disappointed by by Corey. Uh. The beginning was great, and then everything else was kind of a bummer. But like Jamie Lee Curtis lives forever. Sure. Um. Number four, I have the Black Phone. I just, it just wasn't for me. Um, yep. it, it didn't really, I didn't really care for it. Uh, number three, 
I have they slash them. Uh, mm. Again, I agree with you, Nikisha. Just super disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, we need more representation. But, like, hopefully it's better. Um, <laughs> all right. Here's where here's where things diverge. This is where I had to double check because I got really anxious. Uh, number two, it's, it's Mighty Morbin time. It's Morbius. What <laughs> an abomination of a film. Truly terrible, nearly unwatchable. Oh, God. Uh, I, I literally forgot that that movie came out this year, but I think it did. So I'm still good. Um, and now again, I'm, I'm anxious, but I, um, I think I'm still right. Number one, even worse than Morbius, which is shocking, truly. Number one, worst, most disappointing movie I watched this year, Choose or Die, was oh. so dumb and bad. <laughs> Why? Wait, wait, wait. It was awful. (laughs) I hate this movie. I can't believe. So I watch it by myself when I forget where Brian was. And uh, and it was just so bad. Oh, wait, maybe maybe he was on his uh, bachelor party weekend. Mm. Oh, maybe. Quite possibly. Mm -hmm. Um, But man, it was so boring. Um, and it, it was just, it was dumb. It was just like super dumb. I was shocked at how stupid it was. Like I would, I, I remember actively texting Brian and being like, this, <laughs> this is like just so devoid of any like thought. It's, it's really bad. Um, so that shot right up to the top. You thought it'd be Morby, but it wasn't Morby. But no Morby. <laughs> Can I tell you, I started that movie and it was so bad that I stopped it and never finished <laughs> So I was like, I don't know, maybe it'll get better. Part. You only watch Choose. You watch Choose, you didn't watch Die. I did not watch Die. <laughs> I couldn't. The choices were already Ugh. bad. I didn't want to know what's bad. <laughs> <laughs> not good. No bueno. Um, That's a good oh, list, man, Jamie. That. That's really good. Right. Right. I'll, I'll quickly go through mine because they overlap with you uh, quite a bit. My honorable mention, I threw that as a TV show, Midnight Club. Um, mm. just, just, I didn't hate it at all. I really enjoyed quite a bit of it, but overall with Flanagan's name on it, just disappointing for me. Um, five, I have Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Four, I have Halloween Ends. Three, most disappointing, I have Dash Cam. Two, I have The Black Phone. And to me, the most disappointing movie of the year was They Slash Them. Mm. Um, just because I just wanted a good solid slasher that wasn't exactly easy to guess that at what mm-hmm. like that, that, that like did the representation justice. Um, and like that just like totally sunk the boat for me. Um, which is funny because, uh, Kevin Bacon's daughter's movie is very high on my other list and we'll get to those. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that, those are my disappointing ones. Um, it seems like we're on the same page with those ish. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And I, I don't think we ever discussed on the podcast, though, that the Midnight Club got canceled. Yes. Right. We didn't. We yeah. released it the day mm-hmm. it got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> but R.I.P. There's a great, great, great. I think I sent it to you, Nikisha. I think uh, so. Instagram thread 
um, that goes through the answers to all of the questions that have been left hanging in the Midnight Club mm. as answered by Mike Flanagan. He'd say, hey, this is what we were going to do over the next two seasons. Like, these are the answers yeah. to everything. So if you um, look for that, totally worth it. Some really interesting things, but like, oh, well. It was going to be um, two more seasons? <laughs> well, I think it was going to be one more season with, like, with who's left from this cast. And then, like, new uh, kids would come in and it just, like, would keep going-ish. Gotcha, um, but, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, alas, gotcha. poor York. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, so here's a question. Do you want to do top your top ten horror movies? Or do we want to go into, um, like, our top three moments? Ooh, let's do moments. Okay. Okay, <laughs> let's do moments. Uh, Jamie, why don't you start with your moments <laughs> since you succeeded? <laughs> so I'm going to preface this by saying I, when I said top three best moments, I took this as top three best moments in horror in 2022. Mm, okay. Okay. Because, okay. And, and I'm going to go backwards because um, <laughs> you're all going to laugh at me. Um, we're all going to laugh at you. Um, okay. So <laughs> my, my, number, be on there. <laughs> my number three best moment is from a movie. Um, it is from the film Barbarian. And mm. it is the sequence when uh, Bill Skarsgård gets his head smashed in by mom for the first time. And it jump cuts to Justin Long. And you're just left there being like, what the hell what? just happened? Yep. What is going on? Is this a new movie? Um, so that's my <laughs> that's my number three best moment. My number two best moment of the year is from Orphan First Kill when mm. we are, you know, once again with our, our little Esther, who's not as little, but, you know, they make it work. Um, and <laughs> she is, she has snuck into the detective's home and is, uh, you know, about to, to kill him, presumably. And out of nowhere, Julia Stiles comes in and shoots the detective. Yeah. And what, man, what a great moment. But beyond that, my number one <laughs> best moment for horror in 2022 is not a film yet, but a trailer release. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. When that Megan trailer dropped, hearts, my heart stopped and, and left my body. And I was like, I have never been more excited for a film. I don't even remember the last time. Uh, but yes, the Megan trailer dropping is my number one moment for horror yes. in 2022. Yes. Uh, man, what a, what a trailer. And, and just like the, wow. the pop culture icon that she's become before this movie has even been released. Mm-hmm. I would almost have to include when the, when the, when it had its, um, uh, its date, its debut, whatever it's called. Premier. And the they had premiere? the. Yeah, and they had the people dressed up like her doing the dance yes. at the premiere. How absurd. Um, I'm very, I'm so excited for that movie to come out. So, trailer drop. And also, the the Twitter beef between her and Chucky, classic. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> classic. Um, I'll go next because yes. two of mine overlap with Jamie's. Um, mm. So, I, I threw in some honorable mentions here that I just want to throw out before I do that. Um <laughs> 
the uh, honorable mention, the running up the hill sequence from um, mm. uh, Stranger Things, mm -hmm. uh, the bus sequence in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the only good part of that movie. Yes. Mm. That was super fun. Yes. Um, the look in Watcher. That the, oh, at, at the at end. At the very end mm. was just, like, the best. Um, uh, uh, Nikisha, you won't know this one, but I'll just say Dead Strange in um, the mm. Doctor Strange sequel. Like, just, mm -hmm. and I, well, let me rephrase it as full Sam Raimi. Uh, mm -hmm. That just got me so hyped. Um, <laughs> okay, but at number three, I have the Orphan First Kill twist. Mm-hmm. Uh, at number two, I also have the barbarian tone change, um, the Justin Long sequence. But my number one moment of the year is the Pearl end credits. Yeah. That That's a good too. one. Yeah. yeah Just yeah. with that smile crying, like yep. truly, truly unhinged. hauntingly, wonderfully unhinged. <laughs> Just <laughs> delicious. And that moment of the husband coming home and then Pearl just there smiling and crying and like not knowing what to do, I think encapsulates their relationship in X so well. Um, so like it was almost like the perfect like um a segue into X, like all those mm -hmm. years later, but that that was it. I still think about that constantly. Yeah. Uh, so those were my moments. Okay, y'all are so, this is such good moments, and I feel so bad. We've watched a lot of things, and I'm trying to just remember. Yeah, so yeah. much <laughs> um, because so much has has happened. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't have any honorable mentions, but I will throw the ones that you guys have put out there as, oh, those were great moments too, like the mm -hmm. sequence in Barbarian um, and the bus scene in, in Texas Chainsaw because that was a really great scene and people trying to fucking film it. Be like, yeah, we're yeah. Putting, we're putting you oh on live. God. Like, what are you going to do now? He's going to kill you. <laughs> like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> this is what this is. Uh, okay, so the my third moment is kind of like, what Jamie was saying in a sense of it's not necessarily like a moment that happened in the movie, but just like something mm. that made me feel like woof. And it was when I found out that Mia Goth played both the Pearl and uh, Maxine in X. That's a good one. That's a that really a good, good one. one. Yeah. That moment was like, whoa, Mia Goth, where did you come from? Uh, where did you go? Cotton Eye Joe? Because that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Brian stole my other one. Number two was the end credits in Pearl with that smile because mm. in watching one. her talk about in the interviews, she just, uh, that wasn't a moment that was supposed to happen. They just said, we're just going to keep filming you. So just keep smiling. And then, you know, whatever emotions happen when you're just trying to keep a smile or keep your eyes open and you start to cry or whatever happens, you know, it was just beautifully played out and just a beautiful moment and a testament to her mm -hmm. acting because she's just wonderful. But mm. my top, top, top moment that just made my jaw drop was sitting in the movie theater and watching the cloud blood house sequence in Nope mm. when that blood was coming over that. And you could just feel the whole audience just like frozen in place because mm -hmm. it was so beautifully shot, so beautifully made, coupled with the music and everything that led up into that moment. And I just will never, ever forget the rain of blood on that house <laughs> in Nope. 
Top Just moment for me. me. That's a good Goosebumps one. Goosebumps talking Ooh. about it again. It's yes. a really good one. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Cool. I love that. Cool. Those were great moments. We like. Yeah. Um, wow. Amazing. That was. We're nailing the, this. <laughs> uh, but I really like your realizing that Mia Goth is playing both of them is a mm-hmm. really excellent uh, uh, moment. Cool. Yeah, you know what? Let's. We have a lot of fun other random categories, and and we'll get into those a little bit later. I I think it's time to do our top ten because yes. I feel like we're gonna spoil our top tens by talking about like our other one, categories, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think we should do our top tens. So this is how we're gonna do it. We're gonna start with our honorable mentions. Our, our three honorable mentions, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go into our top ten. When somebody says a movie that's also on yours, but it's higher, we're not going to talk about it until a movie is uh, at its highest peak on the list, if that makes sense. So, for instance, if I have, um, you know, if, if VHS 99 is on my list, but Nikisha has it at number one. We wouldn't talk about it until we get to Nikisha's number one. You don't have to say what number it's at, but you just just we know that it's higher. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, we'll make we're it a little bit more track. fun. Yeah, we're gonna make. Yeah, it I'll, keep track. Track. <laughs> I'll keep track. I'll keep track. I'll keep track. Um, but we'll just say our three um, honorable mentions in general. Great. Um, so these are my three. I'll go first. These are my three honorable mentions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh. Nikisha's like this. This fucking guy, he just—he's <laughs> type A crazy. Loves it. I'm obsessed. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, here we go. My my three honorable mentions are at number three, Master. Mm-hmm. I think about that movie all of the time, even though it was seventy five percent of the way there in terms of like really getting it across i think that director i can't wait to see what she has in store next i thought uh, i thought the acting was spectacular in it from everybody um i thought that thematically what it was trying to do was fascinating and a little bit more interesting than the same ways we've had race relations um displayed to us in 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 other movies um Mm -hmm. i think about it all the time i was Mm -hmm. so happy that it was this year so i could talk about it again um two this one Caught me by surprise. I loved Torn Hearts. Hmm. Torn Hearts was so good, and it was so much better than it had to be. Um, I would highly suggest that to anybody. It is streaming, I believe, on Paramount Plus and um, Amazon, uh, the Prime Video. Um, mm. Really, really awesome. Uh, it's about two young songwriters, this writing duo, who find the address to their, like, Country Idol, played by um, uh, Katie Seagal, who you may know from, like, uh, The Voice of Leela or uh, Sons of Anarchy, um, and just things go haywire from there. Really good. Um, and then my uh, number one honorable mention is Fresh. Mm. So that's my number 11, so Fresh. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Nikisha, you, you, you seem amped up and ready to go. <laughs> what, are your three, what are your three honorable mentions? Okay, 
at number three will be Hocus Pocus 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Honorable mention, you know, it did what it needed to do for the nostalgia. And yeah, um, number two will be Halloween Ends because I, I know. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Fascinating. You know, yes. Okay. And my. Wait, was that on your most disappointing list too? Oh no, I did it twice. Yeah. It was disappointing, so were, but I liked I mean, but it was good. I love the great. I think that's yeah. spectacular. You can be disappointed by something, but think about it all the time. I mean, I do. Because <laughs> the only thing that was really disappointing was the side storyline with Corey. It's like get him out of the way. This is not what this is about. But in the grand scheme of, like, Halloween and stuff, I'm always going to be down for it, no matter how bad it is. It's just like y'all watching Jason in space. It's like it's always going to be bad, but you're always going to want to, like, you know, appreciate it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> she was like, yeah. That's fair. No, right. no, that's fair. That's okay. fair. <laughs> I'll Maybe. give it to you. Uh, grand. Thank you, Jamie. Jamie's approval. Yes. Uh, and so my number 11 is going to be Bodies, bodies, bodies. It didn't interesting. Really make it on the list. Interesting, interesting. But I did have a good time watching it. I just think that it was definitely geared towards a specific generation, and that's not my generation. So there's mm. that. Wow. I'm excited to talk about that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Jamie, what are your honorable mentions? Cool. So I have six because I have a problem <laughs> and I can't eliminate things. So we're going backwards. Um, so six, so 16 uh, is Master, which was already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, for 15, I have the recent Scream uh, reboot, remake, re- mm. reboot, make. A re- it's a requel? Re- requel. Thank you. I was trying to work it out in my mouth and I couldn't get it out. Um, thank you very much. Uh, number 14, I have the Marvel Werewolf by Night, um, uh, short, mm. uh, with like a short film thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, it, was, it was really fun. <laughs> adding, adding to his um, list. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. Um, I was really surprised by it, but it was very enjoyable. Um, so, thir- so now, now we're down to three. Um, so for 13, I have Dr. Strange, uh, mom, uh, mm-hmm. AKA, uh, multiverse of madness, um, <laughs> because Sam Raimi, uh, for number 12, I have orphan first kill because mm. I had a grand time watching it. It really surprised me and it was just fun. Um, I had a blast. Uh, and then number 11, just barely did not make my list is watcher Mm. wow okay okay wow based on these honorable mentions i am very excited to hear everyone's list okay so this is what we'll do we'll go brian that's me nikisha (laughs) jamie that's the order we'll go in and when we get if you know and we'll and we'll We'll talk about the movie if it's higher and stuff like that. Okay? Mm-hmm. Cool. So I will begin. At number 10, I have Resurrection. Mm. Did anyone else see that? Mm-mm. No. Okay. I, 
I allowed you to take that one on on your own <laughs> only because I knew the content. It's like very heavy about like intimate partner violence. And, yes. and I knew that that content just wasn't for me. So I chose not to watch it. But um, Brian really liked it. I did. His list. <laughs> um, I will never watch it again. Uh, I spoiler alert. I have a butt clencher category uh, later on. That is in my butt clencher category. This movie is very tense. It is difficult to watch. I, I high trigger warnings for this one. But Rebecca Hall's performance in this is in the stratosphere. Um, I, I had to stop halfway through, regroup, and then watch it a little bit later and finish it. Um, mm. Tim Roth is excellent in this movie. The end is. So Super weird, um, but I I I appreciated what this movie was doing, how it was made, um, and uh, what Rebecca Hall does to elevate this um, this content. Um, so at number ten, I have Resurrection. Um, cool. Wow. At uh, number ten, I have Barbarian. Okay. So, oh. you know, interesting, interesting. It was great. I appreciated it for what mm-hmm. it was. There are just other things that. Fed into my slasher heart more than, sure. than this one, but mm. it's always appreciated. I, well, I have that much higher, so we'll we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, yes. you, you have you, same. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jamie. Oh, my turn. Um, so my number ten spot, I am giving to. I don't think you guys watched this one, Deadstream. No. Mm-mm. I had so much fun watching this. Uh, first of all, it's not dash cam. And so that already <laughs> scores it so many points. <laughs> the yes. lead is also like an asshole. Like that's like the whole point of it. He's like mm-hmm. a, an obnoxious streamer who got canceled. And the point of the film is like he's he's trying to get his monetization back. And so he goes to a haunted house and locks himself in with the goal of, you know, like uh, – getting getting his sponsorships and and being able to make money again and so it's like you're watching him live stream it with all the comments on the side he's making just so many dumb mistakes shenanigans it has excellent Mm. practical effects um and it was just a really good time um i i actually like it i enjoyed watching this character knowing that like he was obviously obnoxious as this like youtuber but sure. there were still like some moments where you empathize with him, even though he like immediately undoes it. But it was it was very fun. Um, and so like I know you guys haven't watched it, but check it out. It's on Shutter. It's a really good time. Cool. Nice. Great. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, nine. Uh, from my list, nine is Orphan First Kill. Hmm. Is that on? I know Jamie had it in. Who had it in there? Jamie honorable. had it in there. Honorable. Mentions. I was an honorable. Uh, Nikisha, uh, do you have it on yours? I do. It's okay, I'll, I'll <laughs> wait. We'll wait to talk about that. All right, Nikisha, yeah. what's your nine? Uh, <laughs> you're not gonna hate me for putting this above Barbarian, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What? Okay. <laughs> Interesting. That's the slasher love right That's there. The you can't, love you can't deny the slasher yeah. love. You can't. You know, it's just exactly what you need. You know what you're getting into. And as long as the kills are great, like, I don't care what the plot is. Just okay. give me the axe. Give me the chainsaw. Not the axe. Wow. Give me a chainsaw. Oh, Nikisha, Work you have magic. to find it in the wall first. That's, That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Unbothered. I, I will find it. 
I will find it. <laughs> but yeah, that's my number nine. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jamie. Okay. So I went rogue and I put a TV series on my list. Cool. And my number nine is uh, Stranger Things. Sure. Um, Fair. It's just like, I think that it keeps the, the lore gets really, really good. Um, I know that the fandom has, you know, taken some heat for its obsession with Eddie. May he rest in peace. Um, but it's still a really great series. And that, I mean, you mentioned uh, running up that hill. That is one of the best moments of TV. Definitely this whole year. Yes. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, a big pop culture moment for sure. Yeah, yes. huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderful. Um, all right. Uh, we're on eight. Uh, mm-hmm. My eight is X. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Do people have that higher? Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, so, Nikisha, what's your uh, eight? Smile. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have that I'm a higher. Jamie, do okay. you have that higher? Um, yeah. Friend. Okay. Uh, Jamie, your eight? Is also X. Oh, interesting. Oh. Um, interesting. But we'll wait, obviously. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. My seven, uh, and I, no one else has this, my seven is Speak No Evil. Mm. Oh, yeah. I need to watch that. Yeah. I don't yeah. This is bleak. This is tension-filled, uh, but it's really well made. It's doing something that I've never seen done in movies, really, uh, where it just takes, like, staying over somebody's house like and but it's not your house and just like mining that for um tension and for awkward moments and there's a lot have thematically it's about like miscommunication it's about who we think we are who we think Mm -hmm. we're we convey ourselves as what people actually see and how that impacts Mm -hmm. our politeness and our decision making and all of that and how Mm -hmm. we take things at face value or not um it's pretty spectacular. It's a one-time watch for me. Um, I my my mm. palms were sweaty. My stomach was, you know, in knots knees the whole we, time. Knees, mom spaghetti. <laughs> mom spaghetti. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you exactly. for saying it, Jamie. Yeah, you're you. welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, that um, that that that's my number seven. Watch it on Shutter. It's worth it. Mm. That's uh, so funny that you said speak no evil for seven because I was asking um, Brian and Jamie if I should watch The Watcher or speak no evil before we did this, but I ended up watching Watcher, and that is my number seven Interesting. on this list. Okay. It is the, – the tension building is next level because things do not happen until the last five minutes <laughs> – yeah, sure. Of the movie. <laughs> and you're just frustrated because you think that it is going to end a certain way, but it does not. And so there's not only kind of a twistiness of it, but also just the the thriller of it all. So hashtag believe women always is all I have to say about that. <laughs> uh, Jamie, what's your seven? So my seven is Prey. Oh, interesting. I don't have Prey on my top ten. Do you need, you know? Oh, no, that, no. Okay. Um, I, this made my list because I tr- it, it really surprised me. A lot of my list is, like, my expectations being subverted, mm. where yeah. I am just, like, a cynical moviegoer, and I'm like, you're not going to get any reaction out of me. 
And then I walk away pleasantly surprised. Um, but I thought Prey was really good. I And I will also say this. I am not like an animal attack movie person. Mm. Um, that is not the genre for me. That's Brian's bag. That is not mine. I love um, an animal attack movie. But like I thought the CGI for all the animals was really effective. I, I I feel like it kind of stripped away all the like hokiness of like the very few Predator movies I've even seen. And just made it like this really good tense like you know, it, like him versus her and like they're going to go at it at, at some point and it's going to be really satisfying. And and, and it was. Um, so I, I really appreciated it. And I, I just like, again, we need more like diversity. We need more people of color. We need more marginalized voices in this space. So I'm really appreciative that they like emphasize that it was a it was a pretty core component of um, like thematically of the film. So Prey made my list. That's awesome. Nice. Um, cool. So at number six, I have Watcher. So that's the highest on anyone's list. Um, okay. I, I totally agree with Nikisha. Uh, the tension building, this is incredible. Um, I hated this movie with five minutes to go. And then those last five minutes yep. truly... Again, that's the point of the movie. Like, those last mm-hmm. five movie minutes are the point. But I hated mm-hmm. the movie five minutes to the end, and then those last five minutes, or those last... It's really last minute, I should say. Um, yeah. uh, just made the movie... Was the cherry on top. Changed my total feelings about it. I think part of my reaction and hating it and then loving it within 30 seconds... Um, is part of why I loved this movie so much. I yes. think it's so well acted. I think, what's her name, Micah Monroe, is just mm-hmm. absolutely, she didn't have to say one word in this. You got everything you needed to know from her eyes and her body language. Um, mm-hmm. She is just absolutely wonderful. The sequence where they're chatting to each other on the tube uh, or on the, on the subway um, before yep. like the 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 end of this movie is absolutely astounding and I'll be totally honest Jamie and I 100% guessed this movie um, about 25% of the way in and that did not ruin the ride at all even though it ended up the way that we thought it was going to end up in terms of um, who the who was watching and what yes. their motivation actually was um, we guessed that however um, did not take away from my genuine enjoyment of this movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I also, I, spoiler alert, I have a Believe Women category um, because a ton of the movies this year are like that. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. I will, um, the thing I like the most about this is that it was, I think it was one of the more effective ones because it was written and directed by a woman. So um, I feel like more so than a lot of other movies where you know, written and directed by men trying to convey this. Um, there was something more visceral about this one than there was about a lot of other quote, believe women movies that I've seen, especially as a straight white man. Like even I, I, I don't experience this obviously, but there was a difference between watching something like this and some, I don't have another example cause I don't, you know, but watching another one that was clearly like maybe directed by a man or written by a man. There was something, <laughs> there was an, the director, who uh, Chloe Acuna, I believe her name is, who's directing the new Fear Street trilogy next year. And she oh, directed nice. um, yeah. uh, the Ratma uh, one from uh, VHS um, 94. Oh, Ratma. Oh, Ratma. Um, uh, 
she just had such a grasp on the material <clears throat> and was able to easily make you feel the way that um, that uh, whatever I forget her name in the movie. Um, uh, Jules. Jules. Julia? Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, spectacular. Really had me Did- on my seat. Yeah, was the remake of Invisible Man by directed by a man? Yeah, Lee Whannell, right? Okay, that's the only oh, example yeah, yeah, that yeah, I can saw. think when you were trying to think of an example of women being believed and yeah. Mm-hmm. If I were to movie, make yeah. a, if I were to, if I were to put together a three pack that everyone should have of like believe women from the past couple of years, it's um, Watcher, uh, Resurrection, and um, Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I agree with everything that you said, uh, Brian, about this movie, because what I really liked it without giving spoilers is the fact that all of the things that were happening on the surface seem very subtle. And that is the thing that the that is the point of the move that the movie is trying to make is that it doesn't matter if you think what's happening to you might be subtle or might not be important or might be surface level. But if someone else is feeling uncomfortable, you need to listen to that. Yeah. And I think that um, this movie does a great job of that because the things that are happening are not overt. You know, she, it's, it's, it's not as kind of direct as the invisible man, for lack of a better example. Sure. But the things that are happening, like she is feeling these, these things, she is sensing these things, and as a woman... And the life that you experience in this man world, you know, you have to kind of um, take into account that you might be seeing things from a different lens and thinking something is not that serious or not that important. But women, when they go out into the world and they see and experience things, it can lead to other things. And it's I just like the way that the movie sets that up, that it was very subtle. But yes. (laughs) <laughs> we should I, probably, just, I don't want to spoil it, but we yeah. should probably do this movie. All three of us so. have seen it. There's a lot to talk about. So coming yeah. soon, we'll do Watcher. Yes. Um, cool. Uh, uh, well, Nikisha, what's your six? Okay. So I'm counting 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Okay. It is uh, Scream 5 for me. Okay. I in, and it's the slasher. It's the slasher in me. There's a I theme. That this, there's a theme. There I thought this was theme. great for what it was, especially considering how downhill that the, the other Scream movies were, like Scream Three. But then, like, it picks back up at Scream Four, and then Scream I think three. that Five does it justice. I I dug it. I I liked. Um, then bringing it into this generation and the melding of the the things um, of the uh, uh, generations as far as what's his name being like a cousin of one of the younger ones and mm-hmm. all the stuff like that. Like I, I just really enjoyed that. So scream scream five for me. Love it. Uh, that is not on my list at all. Um, <laughs> but one thing I will say about the scream new scream movie is. Um, one, I'm glad it just brought Scream back. Two, it again just proves that Ghostface is the mo- hot take. Ghostface is probably the most 
uh, the Scream franchise could go on forever because Ghostface changes one, but two, you're, you're it's it's always meta commentary. So whatever is happening in the movie slash horror world in general, Scream yep. can comment on it. And even if we wait twenty five years for the next one, uh, we won't March tenth. Um, but <laughs> um, you know, uh, there's there's always something to say whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, Jamie, what's your six? My number six is smile. smile. <laughs> cool. Um, I have smile higher. Oh, work. Uh, and Nikisha, did you say smile already? Was that on your? I did. It was my number eight. Eight. Right. Mm. Exactly. Um, cool. All right. We're on five now. Yeah. Number five. Uh, my number five is b- 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 bodies, bodies, bodies. Oh, wow. Nikisha, uh, five. My five is X. Oh, Slashers we all now. have X, right? Okay, yeah, we've all X'd. We've all <laughs> X marks the spot. Triple X, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. Triple X is not a good movie. <laughs> also true. <laughs> but I am excited, even though we don't have a date for it yet, <clears throat> Maxine with three X's. Mm-hmm. Um, Maxine, yes. Which super, I'm super excited. very excited for, but... Uh, yeah, X was just a good time. Nikisha, why did you rank it so high? Because it I it was reminiscent of a 70s slasher, and it did it in such a great way that was still put into kind of, you know, our modern way of how we watch horror movies, but also is still just a basic, there is a killer on the loose. Here you go. We're going to put you in a situation <laughs> in the woods and who's going to survive. So now the fun is just like, well, who's going to live, you know? And that's what I like. It's just, we're going to put people in a uh, compromising situation. There is a killer. Even if we know who the killer is, it doesn't matter. It's like, who's going to survive this and what decisions are they going to make to try to survive? And I like watching stuff like that. So that is why it is high on my list. Man, you are, you really are our slasher girl. Yeah, <laughs> but, I the mean, simple also, things. Yeah, the simple things. But also on top of that, the motivation and kind of who Pearl is and what Pearl is and what she's trying to do and why she's doing it is so much more interesting and layered than a typical slasher. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Was I need to put Pearl right here? I have my my slasher shirt. Oh on yeah, I didn't notice right the slasher shirt. So amazing. <laughs> We'll just draw a pearl on the side. I love it. Uh, Jamie, what's your five? My number five is Fresh. Oh. Nice. Does, Nikisha, do you have Fresh higher than that? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So my number four uh, is Smile. Nice. Uh, so we've all smiled. We've all smiled. We've Don't all get smiled. smiled. I, listen... I, I something I left off of my best moments was Jamie screaming in the movie theater. Like, <laughs> oh. I, I had a moment where I was like, is it? Could it be me? <laughs> Smile was nonstop adrenaline. It was relentless in its jump scares. I thought Soshi Bacon was amazing. I thought yeah. that it was trying to say some really interesting things. Some did it well, some it didn't. Um, but when it really came down to it, I just had an absolute blast in the movie theater. This to to me, that's a scary movie. Like the jump scares, mm-hmm. interesting. It's one type of scary movie, obviously, but like 
I had an absolute joyous experience watching this one. A lot of my movies on here were based on experience, like my orphan mm. first kill ex- nine because of my experience watching it with Jamie and just like jaws to the floor with that twist. <laughs> like just yes. like pure campy, ridiculous fun and smile was just so much so much better than I expected. That trailer was so fine because like I'm just like is this going to be like just like derivative of like ring or something like that or is this going to make something mm. of its own and it absolutely was something of its own and so much of this the movie was not in the trailer like the cat at the birthday party like mm. i just yeah. like really dug that movie um so that's why it's my number 4 I mean, honorable mention to, like, best horror moments, the marketing campaign of those people just sitting at all the sports events smiling was, was, I mean, like, so simple, but, like, so clever. Got people, got their butts in movies. Like, man, just what a a ride. That was, yeah, true. Um, And more movies about, you know, just how to deal with your mental health and that being the horror of everything. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Even with like the physical manifestation of it that happens in the movie, uh, yeah. no spoilers. But it's just nice. It's always nice to have uh, a movie that we, as a podcast, can really dive deep in because the whole premise was uh, dealing with mental health. Totally, mm-hmm. uh, Nikisha. What was your number you four? Smile. Orphan first kill. Oh, hey. oh, so high! I love it. <laughs> so high. <laughs> Because of the ending twist, to me, that just rejuvenated my love for the movie in general. And it's like you said, Brian, you're just speaking on, um, you know, what are they going to do with this? You know, it's going to be a ring type whatever. But like from the first one, like what are you going to surprise us? Yeah, exactly. But the fact that this is uh, a prequel all will always make sense because that's the only mm-hmm. way you can go from after the first movie is go beforehand. But, you know, it's, it's just nice. I, I think that what they did with it was really great. Even though some of the little CGI, um, <laughs> Esther <laughs> moments were a little <laughs> questionable, Sure, <laughs> but for the most part, I, I had a great time watching it. And I think I'm going off of what Jamie was saying about, um, expectations because I did mm-hmm. not have high expectations and this exceeded it so much that yeah. I'm throwing it on the, on the higher end of the list. Absolutely. Jamie, what's yeah. your number four? My number four is Bobby's, Bobby's, Bobby's. Okay. Nice. I, is this the highest? Yeah, that's the highest. Can I, can I talk about it? Yeah. Do it. So I think that I think that the marketing saying that this is geared towards Gen Z is wrong. Mm. I actually feel like this is millennial horror because everything that they're touching on is actually like this is written I think by millennials like the things that they're the things they're touching on actually impact us so deeply but it's just being presented under the guise of like Gen Z like I think that millennials are way more concerned about wokeness and like putting attention to that I think that like Hmm. the attachment to our phones is also very much a millennial thing. Like, I think that there's there's a lot that's like presented as like, oh, Gen Z, and then and then like me and Brian were talking about like the difference between like Gen Z horror and um, and Gen X horror, where like Scream is supposed to be Gen X horror, but also n- millennials have so much nostalgia for that. But I truly feel like 
Bobby's 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 is actually millennial horror and everything, like all the choices that they're making at the end, they're, they're, I mean, spoilers, but they're not fighting over the gun or fighting over the phone. Like that, mm. that to me was just like so quintessential. Like that's a millennial thing. Like, yeah, but don't forget trying to kill her. I'm trying to figure out like if she's a liar. So <laughs> I'll, I'll jump on that and enhance that one level more or, you know, in boom, because it's, I think, I think, because it, because she said it is written and directed by millennials Mm -hmm. and it's from the, but it's from the, I feel like the millennials are infusing their point of view into these Gen Z characters. So like, it's actually made for the three of us because the point Mm -hmm. of view of the artist is a millennial and a millennial is trying to write for a Gen Zer, and whether it was done on purpose or not, it was actually made for us because this is how we see Gen Zers. It's not necessarily that it's how we see ourselves. It's what we assume that Gen Z is like. So therefore it is more of a millennial movie. Like Jamie said, than it is an actual Gen Z movie. And that ending, no spoilers here is truly the icing on the cake, the cherry on top. Like that, ending is truly so indicative of the fact that like jumping to conclusions like like just like you know there was so much bubbling on the surface anyway that any anything was gonna set these group of people off and it's just absolutely wonderful i fucking loved this movie sorry i got i got heated no, that was great. I think those are all really, really great points that needed to be said about it. I love it. J- Jamie and I, when the movie was over, had a full dissertation with each other about like, <laughs> what is a Gen Z movie? What's a Gen X movie? What is a millennial movie? Like, what is the quintessential like Gen Xer movie, Gen Zer movie, millennial movie, and like it's it's tough. Like like to because like because like what do we have nostalgia for and love? But who made those movies? Like, yeah. Wes Craven made Scream. It, it, so it's from the point of view of not a Gen Xer, but, like, I honestly, I don't know what generation. Maybe he's a baby boomer. I don't know what. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, but also, that's like, funny. that's a Gen X movie that, that millennials have a ton of nostalgia for because it came out when we were, like, getting into all of that. Like, I oh, think, yeah. like, and then I think that the one we came up with that is probably best millennially, um, Body's Body Bodies is a good one, but it's Jennifer's Body. That's a millennials movie, a hundred percent all yeah, the way through. Absolutely. Even though yeah. Diablo Cody is technically a Gen Xer, so like that's something and Karakusama, like that's something else to like think about. But anyway, this is a conversation for another podcast. <laughs> but a great conversation. Can I just say that Wes Craven was born in 1939, which is what? actually the silent generation? Oh, wow. Yeah. He's pre-baby boomer. Yeah. Oh, jeez. The more but, you know. I mean, but also, that, that, I think that also says more about him being able to understand different uh, generations and, like, what's happening Absolutely. and whatnot. But that, sure. May we, he rest in peace. Yeah. Man, he was the best. Um, cool. <laughs> um, that was your... Uh, four? That was four. Okay, yeah. so mm-hmm. I'm on three. My top number three. My, these are our top three horror movies of 2022 um, from what we saw. <laughs> um, uh, all right. My number three is that Jordan Peele banger. Nope. Nice. Nice, nice. It is higher on my on my list. Sure. But my number three is Fresh. 
because it was just a surprise. I think, have we all freshed out or was yeah. it not on Jamie's list? I freshed, yeah. You freshed. <laughs> I freshed. It I was, freshened out. It was my 11. What was it yours, okay. Jamie? It was uh, five. Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just so unexpected. I didn't know what to think about it when I saw it. I didn't see any kind of promotion for it either. I And I forgot who even suggested for us to do this and, and cover it. But I just remember sitting there being like, I don't know what this is going to be about. And I loved every every bit of it. So that's why it's on, on my three. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. uh, I have that on another list very high. And we'll talk about that a little bit mm. later. Um, uh, Jamie, what's your number three? My number three. Oh, man, I feel like I'm going to get yelled at. My number three is Pearl. Okay. okay. I mean, top three, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's wonderful. All right, my number two <laughs> is our favorite lady, Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> and my number two is Nope. So ah, my number two is also Nope. Okay. Yeah. So now we've noped. So we've noped. Based on what, so we're going to talk about Nope now, and then there are two movies that we still need to talk about that I'm sure yes. are going to be stretched out above all of ours. Yes. Um, but let's talk about Nope. Um, Nikisha and Jamie, you had it ranked at number two, right? Mm-hmm. Highest. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. What is, uh, why? I mean, I had it at three. Uh, so they, they, they're all interchangeable. <laughs> Right. Um, I mean, Jordan Peele is, uh, should be indoctrinated into best horror directors of all time already. Yes. If they haven't already been knock, knock, knocking on his door. Yes. Um, but, <laughs> but, and even though this is definitely leaning more in the sci-fi, it just like, oh man, the conversations that we had, like going into spectacle and what does it all mean? And and not only like the big themes, but also just like the vision that Jordan Peele has, his eye, um, the I mean, I have a, a list about practical effects, but um, I, I mean, mm. I, I will truly every so often when I have an intrusive thought, the intrusive thought I have is remembering the digestion scene uh, Jean Jacket, yep. like digesting all of all of the people, um, and it will just be in my brain, and it, I, and I, it's it's debilitating because it was awful. It was so awful, and that's why it made it, it rank so highly on my list. Yeah. Ugh. Did you see the TikTok of when he um, was filming? Yes. That? Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. And I was. That's why. That's 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 why I made my practical fix. Yes. Because I was like shocked. <laughs> I was like, how did he do that? Like mm. it was just so uncomfortable but it was literally a conveyor belt yes. how wild like I, I don't even know where you get that idea but like great genius he's a genius I love it and the fact I don't know what the the technical term is but I've uh know it's been genius. thrown around of when genius yes genius. <laughs> of filming in the daytime but then changing it to nighttime mm, it's called mm-hmm. the flipperoo the old flipperoo <laughs> <laughs> the old switcheroo. <laughs> flip flop. <laughs> flip flop. Flippity floppity. Uh, but I thought that that was also just amazing that all of the stuff that they filmed was was in the daytime. And then they mm-hmm. did all the little special little, little effects. And um, 
made it to nighttime. So love it. Also, and I'm not, and I am not a sci-fi person. That's not my bag. It's not something that I gen, um, generally seek mm-hmm. out. But the spin of this with Jordan Peele's mind and the whole story of the spectacle and the acting and just the cinematography is just all flowed so perfectly. So it's something that I will always remember. I like it a lot. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. I like it a lot. Great. <laughs> so we're up to our number ones. Mm-hmm. I, already, I already know what they are. Um, no. So I'll start with my number one, uh, Nikisha's number 10. Uh, <laughs> my, and I'm assuming it's Jamie's number one as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Barbarian. Yeah. Uh, this was my favorite Dude. horror movie of the year. Um, I Walking out of the movie theater, I knew nothing else was going to top it. Um, I understand why people despise this movie. Um, to me, this movie is the... And here's why they're wrong. And here's why they're wrong. <laughs> um, uh, for me, this movie is the perfect combination of genuine scares, camp, um, allegory, thematic resonance, and all of that tied into a really fun, entertaining ride with the added bonus of they don't show any of the uh, mutilation to women. It is just through reactions and known. It is commenting on the current culture without being deeply obnoxious about it. Like um, we've seen a lot of horror movies. There's a really nice finesse to it. It is deeply funny. It is super scary, um, and it really is an all-in-one. I've, I, I, it's kind of like a uh, like a trifle where you have different layers, and like yeah. each layer is a different flavor. <laughs> but even when you scoop into it, they all start to mm. blur, and it tastes delicious together. You're welcome. <laughs> Jamie, do you want to add to that? Oh man! <laughs> so that is that was my and Jamie. That was your number one, right? Yes, I concur with everything that you said. And honestly, so the piece about like not showing things, as I mentioned earlier during our Barbarian episode, like I'm just kind of over that. And I think that's Mm -hmm. why Watcher made it to my honorable mentions and didn't actually make it onto my list because the the threat of something being so scary as someone with anxiety the threat of something being scary is scary enough in my opinion and like not needing to actually see it and the way that that they were able to like allow not allow to put the viewer in a position where they're experiencing all of these things where maybe it's a perspective that they don't typically experience as a like as a woman um I, I don't need to, like, be put into... Like, I feel this. It's, this is, like, visceral. Like, this is just, like, existing. So mm. I appreciate the movie that's able to, like, put... Like, I, I felt it in the movie and I enjoyed it because I was consenting and agreeing to it. But, like, the idea of, like, helping people understand what it's like to to always have to be on guard. And, and then to not have to actually, like, re-experience the trauma that other people have experienced and just like it being alluded to makes it incredible and still being effective. Like that's what makes this an excellent movie. Um, And again, I can still appreciate other things like Watcher where like 
you know, there is brutality, there is beheading, like you're seeing gross, terrifying things. Uh, but I, I find it just like slightly more, I don't know, better. My, my words have eluded me, but like, I just think it's better that, that they were able to do all of that. And like, I didn't have to watch any of that stuff. And, and that makes it a okay in my book. It's absolutely fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I had it at number one too, but I put a zero next to it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it does, it does make sense because there are a lot of things in movies that we've watched and talked about where it's, it's like, okay, this is an everyday threat. I don't need to experience this again. Like when we were talking about um, the devil, whatever, what movie was that with the, uh, when we had our special guest, I'm sorry. I was thinking. I'm speaking. Oh, wow. the the devil I know. Yes. The, or, um. I saw the devil. I saw you. the devel By the way, I I got it wrong today too. I don't know. Speak no evil was coming to my brain. I was like, that's not it. But it's something with the devil. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that watching that that's how uh, I I feel and agree with you, Jamie, because I don't like movies that this is already a lot and that we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. So why am I going to sit down in the comforts of my home and watch this? I can watch something else, you know, slashery that's on um, a more make-believe level than this, you know? Mm. Uh, so I, I, I agree. And I understand why people like Barbarian. I understand why people don't like Barbarian, but I just think it's like in between for me. It's like, okay, I would watch it again. Yeah. Absolutely. If someone said, hey, mm-hmm. we're, oh, I've never seen this, I'm going to watch it. But like, absolutely. Yes. But it's, it wasn't, I didn't, I also didn't watch this. Oh, no, I did watch this in movie theaters. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, I probably had a different experience because I didn't watch the movie, but I did. <laughs> I also, just side note, completely forgot that we even watched the movie Prey because someone the other day asked me, it was like, oh, yeah, you like horror. Have you seen Prey? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was looking at our list to make make this top ten to see what we covered, and I was like, "We covered Bray." So as you can see, it's that was lot. on it's not fair. on any of my list because yeah. I didn't even. There's a lot anyway, going on. <laughs> all that to say, Barbie is just okay for me, but sure. I I love that you guys love this movie so much. Yeah. But Pearl is my number one. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, Pearl's just, just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Pearl is just amazing. It's just, it, and you know, it's it, what really was surprising and what I really enjoyed, and I think I mentioned this when we talked about this, uh, when we covered this, was all of the old-timey shots and cinematography and music and yeah. how it just felt like you were watching an MGM 1930s, 40s movies, which are movies that I absolutely love and grew up watching because I watched um, uh, TCM all the time sure. when I was mm. little. Same. So just having that coupled with the horror, coupled with the acting, coupled with the gore, it's just like a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Pearl mm-hmm. was absolutely top tier, great time for me in the movie theater. I was literally just engrossed from beginning to end. Great time. Can't wait for Maxine. Me too. I'm really, yeah. and I'm excited to see how, like how different Maxine is. Like if it's more like schlocky 80s or more like 80s like mm. drama or 80s like 
I don't know. I'm super excited to see what how what his tone is for that third one. That's gonna absolutely. That, honestly, if Maxine knocks it out of the park, that when people ask like, "What's the best trilogy in horror?" Like, I, I think gonna, that the yeah. Pearl trilogy is mm-hmm. like up there with Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Which I have not watched, so we need to we need to cover this. <laughs> Wait, you haven't watched baby. any of the Evil Dead movies? Mm-mm. Oh. My God. Okay, this is what we'll do. Let's do the evil. Shut it all down. Let's do, uh, this is what, this is perfect. We're going to do all four Evil Dead movies in um, March for March Madness. And then, because the new one, Evil Dead Rises, comes out in April. Perfect. Oh, great. Great. That that works out really nice. Go team. Um, Beautiful. All right. So those were our top tens. Uh, I know that we all made some of our own like fun lists and then we'll, we'll do mm-hmm. those and then we'll end the episode with what we're looking forward to in 2023. Um, I may, I may have spoiled one just, just then. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Jamie, let's go with you. Why don't you pick one of your wild lists that you made? Sure. This one's short. This one was worst <laughs> mental health professionals in horror this year. Yes. Um, That's a great and list. And then, after I came up with the category, I realized that none of the other bad therapists and mental health professionals came out this year. So number one goes to Sosi Bacon and Smile for having terrible self-care and not taking time off to process her childhood trauma. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Love it. All right. Nikita, do you have, do you have a list? Uh, I do. And it's also just short as well. I... <laughs> which we've already talked about, but I thought the best continuation of a of a chain or a remake, I put Orphan First Kill because sure. it's great. That was a great prequel, and I think it, it added to the whole Esther universe, uh, which they need to actually continue on and make. And I put the, just for the goriest uh, movie, I... And movie moment, I put Halloween mm. ends that tongue in the record player. Oh yeah, moment. <laughs> that's a good one because that is something that I will never forget. And I thought that was just a great kill in a slasher mm-hmm. movie. So I, I put that as my kind of glorious moment. Love it. Yeah. What about you, Brian? Uh, I have eight lists. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, does anyone have any more lists? Because I'll spread them out throughout yours. Uh, I have one, I have like two and a half. What about you, Nikisha? No, no, you go. I want to hear all these. (laughs) All right. Animal attack movies. Yes. My top three animal attack movies with an honorable mention. Okay. Okay. Honorable mention is nope. Okay. Yeah. Because it's an animal or it's an alien, but it's an animal. Uh, three is prey. Mm-hmm. Two is Great White, uh, obviously a shark movie. I think I watched it on Shutter. Um, it was <laughs> much way better than I thought it would be, like significantly better than I thought it would be. And then number Amazing. one with a bullet, no question, Idris Elba in Beast, baby. Oh, God. The CG was really good. It's a perfect, Can't. perfect, perfect animal attack movie. It has everything you want from it, including a hunky, hunky Idris Elba. Um, that is true. Really fun. Really great. <laughs> Love that. Okay. Next up, I have my butt clenchers of the year. 
<laughs> movies that I clenched my butt the whole time because of the tension, because it made my palms sweaty. Um, at number five, we have Fall, about these two women who climb a radio tower and get stuck at the top. Mm-mm. At number four, we have Barbarian for the first uh, third of the movie, uh, when we don't know if Bill Skarsgård is good or bad. Um, at number three, we have Watcher because she's being watched. Um, <laughs> at number two, at number two, we have Resurrection because it's deeply upsetting to watch. Um, and then uh, at number one, with with again with a bullet, with a knife, uh, speak no evil. Truly, the butt clenchiest mm. of butt clenchers I've seen in a long time. The, my like, nice. I got a full glute workout on that one. <laughs> I just have to say, I've been seeing you use butt clinch in your TikTok videos, and I'm just happy that that is now your go-to. Yeah, it was a real butt clincher. a category now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'll do another one. Uh, let's do... Okay, these three movies are exactly what you think they are. They're, like, exactly mm. what they... They deliver what they, they, deliver what they promise. Um, at number three, Fall, Two Women Climbing to Tower. Great. Yeah, that's what we got. Um... <laughs> Beast, it's a lion animal attack movie with Idris Elba. He punches a, he punches a lion. That's what we got. And number one, uh, Violet Knight. Mm. The Santa Claus, David Harbour movie. It is a, it is Home Alone meets Die Hard with a sprinkle of magic. It is, it, it is, it has made my Christmas list, like, of great nice. Christmas movies, like horror movies. That was awesome. <laughs> um, and then, uh... Uh, I have a couple more. I'll do this one, and we'll throw it back to Jamie. Um, I have new standout characters in 2022. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Some honorable mentions, Badass Santa and The Grabber. Okay. Grabber. Um, And then, of course, we have uh, The Smile Monster. Yes. (laughs) We have The Mother from Barbarian. Mm -hmm. But the top three... At number three, Mabel. We love Mabel from VHS 99. Mabel! Mabel, <laughs> my gosh. We got Mabel. Got to say your name. Uh, at number it. two. Book. I was thinking about her this morning. <laughs> <laughs> at number two, uh, we have Misunderstood. Really, really, really feel bad for him. Maybe felt bad from him more than any other character in any movie this year. Uh, I'm going with Gordy. <laughs> Gordy, the ape from Gordy's home. Oh, from Nope. From Nope. Uh, poor Gordy. Oh, poor Gordy. Gordy. Uh, and at number one, she got two movies. It's not mm. fair. She she got a sequel in the same year. It's Pearl. Pearl's an all timer now, no question. She yes. Pearl's an all time. Yes. Pearl has made the list. Like the poster behind me with all the like horror icons. Like just slap Pearl right on top. Pearl decal of Pearl right on there. Um, <laughs> decal. <yeah. laughs> Pearl's on there. Okay, so that's that list. Uh, Jamie, let's throw it back to you for another list. Sure. Um, here's a list that has one movie on it. One time watch, never again. Uh, that goes to Morbius. <laughs> there. Yes. I, I'm good. Um, although I, I did like seeing What's-His-Face do his dance, his dancing. That's oh, maybe the best scene in the movie. Matt Smith. Yeah, Matt Smith doing a little dance, uh, then doing a little, <sighs> and he becomes a vampire. Wow. What a, what a doozy movie. Um, all right. So <laughs> better lists. Okay. 
Best practical effects. Mm. I have three. Um, the number three, number three slot uh, is Orphan using platform shoes <laughs> to make everybody else <laughs> taller <Yes. laughs> than Esther. Um, yes. It was clever. I thought that was a really clever. I mean, I know that like it wasn't only practical effects, but like I thought that was a really clever trick. There was a lot of other like camera tricks, um, but the photo on Instagram was really hilarious. Um, I mentioned this one before. Number two, uh, nope. Um, mm-hmm. The the that that conveyor belt being eaten by jean jacket. Ugh. Um, and number one, uh, I mean, it goes to the whole movie. I'm giving it to uh, Deadstream. Um, the whole movie is practical cool. effects. There's some fingers up the nose that are very mm. funny, um, that are gross but funny. Pulls out a whole d- d- uh, corpse's uh, fingernail out of his nose. Cool. It's gross. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's a it's a really good time. <laughs> um, and I only have one other list, so I'll just say it. Uh, best found footage findings. Mm. Um uh, Number three, I'm giving to VHS 99. Um, I, I just really enjoy those movies. Yeah, me too. Um, even though not all the segments are great. But, yeah, I got to mm-hmm. give it to Mabel. Uh, number two, I am giving it to um, one of our most recent watch catch-up movies, Incantation. Right? That's what it was called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, it, was, it was really unsettling and um, and creepy. And it's not like... You know, it, it it has the found footage, like things are moving and being creepy and all of that stuff. But um, there's there's a little bit of a twist at the end, and uh, I guessed it, but it was a good twist, and it was still enjoyable. It was a good movie. And number one is uh, Deadstream. Again, yeah. it's just making all of my silly little lists because it was a really fun time, and you should watch it. Cool. And those have been uh, fun lists with Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, all right, here's some other lists. Um Believe Women. These are my top Believe Women movies of the year. Um, my my uh, um, my wow! I just totally had a brain fart. My honorable mention is Resurrection <laughs> because she mm. doesn't share what she's going through, so there's nothing to believe per se. There is one scene where the cops can't do anything for her just because, like, he hasn't attacked her or anything, so like they can't like issue anything. Um, mm. But like. There's that. Um, okay, I will. Uh, another honorable mention is Halloween Ends because Michael's back and no one believes her again for the millionth time. Um, another <laughs> honorable mention is um, another honorable mention in there is um, Barbarian, just for that cop sequence. Um, but yeah. really, um, my top two are um, Watcher and Smile. Um, and then you got you also have Scream Five and Incantation technically, um, in terms of like believing mm. them. So there's I mean there's a ton yeah. of them, but that, that's all I'll go with there. Um, here we go. Worst partner and <clears throat> boyfriend husband Hall of Fame. Oh mm. God. Um, uh, uh, honorable mentions here are Corey in Halloween Ends. Yes. Uh, mm. And uh, the Tim Roth character, the ex in Resurrection. He's an ex, so like. He's he's probably the worst of all of these people, but like they're they're not currently in a relationship. Um, mm. Well, in, in, uh, okay, number five, uh, the Scream Five boyfriend. Um, yes. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jack Huey Quaid from Jack uh, Quaid from the Boys. <laughs> Huey from, from the Boys. The boys. <laughs> number four, 
the speak no evil husband. Mm. Um, number three, the smile fiance. Again, a train. Yes. Lots of boys on A-train. here. <laughs> I, 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 yes. I will say, and I'm not an A-Train apologist, but I do think that there were very limited things for him to do in that situation. Sure. But he didn't handle it well, and then he was being a duty head about being like, I looked into your family, and there's mental health, yeah. and I don't know if I want that to, yes. you know, because procreate he, into my offspring. He actually starts off good where he, like, he brings the therapist. Like, he's like, I don't yeah. have the skills, and the th- he says, I'm going to get the therapist. But then... He leaves her then because, he's like, he's a duty head. All right. Uh, right yeah. At number two, I have the watcher husband. Yes. Specifically Absolutely. at the scene where you find out that in uh, in um, in the foreign language, he's been basically, like, he's gotten closer with his work friends because he's making fun of her. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And then number one, with a bullet, Sebastian Stan from Fresh. Oh, yeah. Sebastian. Yeah. He cuts off a tushy. He cuts off a tushy. He cuts you can't, off you a can't tushy. cut off a tushy and not make my list. Yeah. <laughs> Although, she can't be on the butt clencher list. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, shut it all down. And then my final list here is um, I have two lists that have sub lists, obviously. Um, oh my, my two MVPs <laughs> of this year are, oh no, just my overall MV, this one list. My MVP of the year is horror movie title cards. Oh, mm. that's good. Barbarian, when she crosses a threshold of the house. Watcher, where it's her in that huge picture window and it just says Watcher. Um, fresh, mm. 30 minutes into the movie. Yes. Um, Violent Night, Santa, spoiler alert, Santa throws up on a bartender um, and we get Violent Night. Um, uh, (laughs) Pearl, that 1930s, like, sweeping opening. And then Smile, that, like, jump scare, huge letters over the screen. Yeah. Uh, And that's that's only a sprinkling of them. But the, the title sequences really have, got goosebumps, really get you into the movie. So I was super into that. Um... But for our last list of this episode, um, hey, everyone, what uh, what are you looking forward to? What are your top five with some honorable mention movies you're looking forward to in 2023? Uh, Nikisha, let's start with you. You haven't listed in like 20 yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many do I have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, great. So I'll do honorable mentions and top five. I don't think there's any, any particular order, cool. but... Uh, Oh, and I, I just thought of a, another one. Okay, so honorable mentions, <laughs> Cocaine Bear. I don't need to say anything else. Great. Hmm. Uh, along the same lines, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Good one. <laughs> Still on the honorable mentions uh, list, Salem's Lot. Because mm. I mm. love a good witch trial moment. And Do you know what Salem's Lot it? is about? Nope, I don't. Okay. <laughs> you might be disappointed. Oh... <laughs> Wait, is it Stephen King? Yeah, but it's it's oh, not, okay. Well, never it's mind. It's not witch trials. Just oh, okay. Well, I still I still will watch it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so then I think my top five would be Saw Ten because why not? 
Um, <laughs> the Exorcist remake, not a remake, continuation in the mm-hmm. universe, who knows, but okay. Uh, Insidious, yes. Um, Scream 6. And then top two, uh, we have Megan at number two and Maxine at number one. So excited for all the things. Love it. Um, yes. Jamie, what about you? I So I was going to put Maxine on my list, but I actually, did they announce like, if it's actually going to be out in 2023? No, I mean, it just says coming soon. Um, There were a couple on Nikki's list that don't actually have release dates, but, like, the assumption is that it's going to be in 2023. Okay. So I didn't have it on my list because I wasn't sure. But I'm still going to move forward with my list. So (laughs) honorable mention. (laughs) Honorable mention, I have the new Insidious movie. I'm excited for Patrick Wilson's directorial debut. Mm -hmm. How exciting. For sure. What a fun time. All right, number five, I have knock, knock, knock at the cabin. Nice. Um, Hopefully, it's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, I'm going to rearrange these in my own list. Number four is the new Scream movie. Mm -hmm. Six, because I can count. Um, New York City. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, yes. The teaser trailer looked really fun. Yeah, um, totally. Very it's gonna exciting. be fun. Um, number three, <laughs> because I am a Sam Raimi stan, uh, Evil Dead Rise. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. am excited. I hope that it's excellent. Um, number two, I have Renfield, the Nicolas Cage Dracula movie. Yeah, it's a good one. That is coming out, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> I want it. Um, and obviously, I'm not going to not end my list with our our new j- doll, whatever. It's Megan, baby. Megan, <laughs> baby. It's Megan, baby. <laughs> it's me, Megan. <laughs> I'm going to take care of you. <laughs> All right. <sighs> my so my honorable mentions are VHS eighty five. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Knock at the door, knock at the cabin, knock at the cabin. Uh, and the new Brandon Cronenberg Kr- movie, uh, Infinity Pool. Mm. Uh, I could not handle that's the Mia Goth one. Yeah, the new right? Mia Goth movie. Yeah. I couldn't handle Possessor, so I'm very excited to see this one. Um, Possessor fucked me up for days Like mm-hmm. I, Yeah that's a never watch again movie for me um, Alright my top five I have uh, Megan at number five I have Insidious five At number four And I'm excited to do our Insidious rewatch I think that's also mm-hmm. a reason why I'm excited um, At number yeah. three New York City Scream six I'm excited to see how they do it with this new cast where they don't have to introduce people and minus Nev Campbell. Um, I'm interested mm-hmm. to see how it is um, and we'll see what happens from there. Uh, number two, I have Evil Dead Rise. And number one uh, is actually a TV show. Uh, mm. It has a release month, but not a release date yet. Um, I am the most excited for the new Flanagan Fall of the House of Usher. Oh yeah, mm. that's my mm, number yes, yes, one. Yes, yes. I'm I can't wait for that one. Um, so those are my. That's what I'm most excited for. And I hope some of them are butt clenchers. 
We know Brian loves a, a good butt clench. Yeah. Um, oh, I have one more uh, list. The most avant-garde, uh, number two, hatching. Number one, skinnamarink. Mm. What was skinnamarink even about? Skinnamarink is about Great question. two kids who wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night and their dad is gone and their um, all the doors and windows are gone. And it's like this like weird hour and 40 minute fever dream of walking through a house with different noises and stuff from the point of view of a kid. It's super avant-garde. Uh, I okay. found it, um, but it's going to be on, uh, it's going to be on shutter in January. Hey, shutter, give us a, um, but, uh, it's going to be, so check that out. <laughs> but hatching was super cool. Um, I liked it. Didn't make any of my lists for anything, but it was a really solid movie. Um, finish, um, really good. Like I finish it and it's from Finland. Um, mm, mm. and, uh, yeah, that, that, those are the two that I would, that didn't make any lists that I, uh, didn't, uh, really talk about. No exit stunk. Don't see that. The invitation is exactly what you think it is. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's now on Netflix. I just watched it today. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's what I'll go with there. Cool. Back to you, Nikisha. Fantastic. <laughs> well, I think that ends our 2022 horror movie year in review. You guys can follow us on all of the social medias, Instagram and TikTok, uh, and on YouTube now. Hey, everybody in YouTube worlds at Talk Horror Pod. And Brian, where can they listen to us? You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. So that is things like Spotify. That's super cool things like Google Podcasts. And of course, Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us there. Five stars, please. And thank and you. Thank you. Yes. How do you, how how should we end this? Wait, what's guys? the best quote of the year from any of these movies? Oh We've done so gosh. many. Oh my god. How do we not do that? I'm just going to Megan dance my way out of this one. <laughs> should we all Megan just cry dance. into the camera for YouTube? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> or or give a watcher look like see, you should have believed me. Yeah, you dummy. Yeah. <laughs> dummy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.